morning, morning, morning. Oh, are you and starting it? <laughs> I thought we were like going to do it. Go for it. Like, Go right. ahead. Uh, morning, 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 and welcome to Coffee and Tequila. A <laughs> we don't need you know leave it all out. Leave all the intro <laughs> out. I might as well have come in here with a little, a little bottle of whiskey to just swig and take a, a drag of my cigarette and say, "Welcome to the Coffee and Tequila Show, where we come whenever the fuck we're going to." <laughs> I'm Alistair. I'm Zach, and uh, this episode is kindly being sponsored by Helix Sleep. As always, I'm very sorry, Helix Sleep. <laughs> we're going to lose our damn sponsorship. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We're good. Oh, my goodness, guys. We are here. I, are we back? I don't know if we're back. Um, me, I'm back. Let me tell you, mm. my schedule has been hectic. I have been going <laughs> for work. Like I, I, I swear it's every other week that I leave for work. It feels That's like it. Yeah. Honestly. I'm about uh, to leave for 10 days for work. He's going to leave again. Yeah. He's about to leave again. So this isn't even like... We, we've pre-recorded a couple of things so that we'll have some stuff. Um, by a couple of things, I mean one thing. Um, so we'll have an episode with him. And then I think I just have to start doing it without you. I've really been trying... To hold off because people like it when we're we're doing this together, right? Like I know all of y'all. Like I always get comments. When's Alistair coming back? I did two episodes without Alistair. One with the they did well though. They they did well, and I will say the comments were always like, "Where is Alistair?" I am a person who's going to be on and off on coffee and tequila as much as I want to be permanently on. Yeah. However, I would really appreciate the support when we do have guest stars. We should have been a lot more grateful. Um, back in the day when we were complaining about your deployment and complaining about, you know, you having to uh, work a little bit later sometimes, because that was nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. Because guess what? Now, now <laughs> he's gone every other week. Um, his, I learned that he's going to leave like a week or two beforehand. Uh, and he's gone for for days and weeks at a time. And, and it's just, this is, it has been very hard to get this show running with the, uh, with with his his schedule, on, really. so I do apologize, um, and, and to, we are just going to from here. We have to just work with it, and at, at this point, guys, you know uh, we are still being a little bit more consistent than we were before, and I just hope that you guys, you know, stick with us. Just forgive us, please. <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day, we will have a beautiful schedule. It's um, where everything will be super predictable. It really hit with this summer when you were uh, when you, when you had to change command. Um, when you took command this summer, did we really had to? It like well, that's ju- where it started spinning out of control. I think I just and, found it funny when you went to my change of command and afterwards you're like, "Oh shit, this is a big deal." Well, I figured I just I showed up. I felt hungover, but I wasn't even hungover, and I just sat there and I like. They handed me a bottle of wine too, instead of flowers. Yes. Um, they handed me a bottle of wine. They're like, "Hey, sir." Um, um, they they asked me, "Would your husband prefer us presenting with flowers <laughs> or wine?" I said, "Well, you can't really drink flowers, so let's do wine." Ah, oh, whatever. It's for him. It's mainly for him. Um, we still haven't. We haven't even opened it. I don't know. This military lifestyle thing is pretty tough. I. It's. It's. I'm. I'm, I'm just lucky. I don't have any kids because. If I had three children like my mom oh, did, my shut grass. the hell up, Al Debrando, you're you're a child. Um, but if I had three kids like my mom did, my mom did, I can't imagine doing all that, taking care of the house, taking you know, get, getting work done. Uh, she was going to school full time as well at the same time. So, uh, <laughs> big kudos to her, I guess. Cheers to my mother. Cheers to your mother. Yeah. And for us, the house is easy because it's a like a dual. It's an apartment, but we're about to we're about to move too. So it's just the whole the whole thing is really hectic right now. Literally, when I get back, we move. 
It's crazy. It's crazy. But we are going to stay consistent. Um, <laughs> I hate saying shit like this. I hate giving promises or saying anything because I feel like I shoot myself in the foot once it happens. I really try to separate my military career from anything I do outside of the military. But I feel like at this point, like I'm getting so many more opportunities outside of the army mm. than that than I would have thought before, you know. And I don't know. It, it, it's it's what hard. What are you talking it, about? It, well, I was talking about Shortugal, but we said we what is that? talk about that. Aragon? Yes. The oh. Yeah. He makes it sound like he's being invited to red carpets left and right. He has just got all of For these opportunities, modeling opportunities. Is. No, it's a pretty big deal. There's somebody who wants him to do like uh, an Aragon podcast with, with him. And yes. So you might. <laughs> he told me that. I said, I said, sir, sir, do you. You don't even do coffee and tequila. What the well, hell are you going to do an Aragon podcast, too? Well, I had a meeting with um, Mike, and I, I even told him, uh, I said, hey, just so you know, I, I do have work. Yeah. And so yeah. I'll be doing stuff for work. But the thing is, like, I just need to be di- disciplined. I need to be disciplined so that when I'm available, I'm, like, completely available. But wait, but the thing is, like, that is your job. You know, that is what's making you money. And so you have to... You do kind of have to put that first sometimes, and I we understand oh, that. Definitely. And so we are just going to roll with the punches. We're just going to get get going with it. Um, I am really happy for you. I, I do think you should do the Aragon thing because I think it's kind of really cool, and it's something that um you can go and do like with uh, separate from us. You know, like I don't think it's it's, it's a me thing. It's a you thing. You need yeah. your own thing. He did just get back too. He got back and then we got sick, and I knew we were going to get sick. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it because every time you go away. You come back and you bring an illness, an illness into our household. You bring it into our household. It's, and I thought, oh, it's, it's fine. It's not monkeypox, guys. It's not monkeypox. You bring monkeypox into this house, I'm divorcing you because <laughs> I not. have whatever phobia that is of all the little dots and stuff. I won't be able to deal with it. I'll throw myself off the balcony. Okay? Do not bring that into my house. I'm not going to bring monkeypox into the house. I'm, I'm terrified, y'all. Terrified. But apparently monkeypox has come to El Paso. Has it really? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well... Because I think it's like contact based, right? So it's Did you just based. give it to me? Seriously, anytime I get dots, like an ingrown hair or anything, I'm like watching it full time for like a week, and I'm just like, well, I got to a see pimple if it, if it keeps going or not, and I'm I'm super paranoid about that. I got a pimple the other day, and he said, "Is that is that monkeypox?" Well, you have like red dots on the back of your arms. That's um, called like strawberry uh, we, skin. We, we, yeah, we looked it up. I don't remember what we... It's called strawberry skin. Whatever it was that we came up with. But yeah, I looked at it one day and it was like flaring up. And I'm like, do you have freaking monkey box? Like it goes in and out. Like sometimes I'm like, mm-hmm. my skin is fine, but sometimes it's all like strawberry-like, you know. Well, not in a good way. I do not know. Um, what have we been up to? Like literally just moving and getting everything ready to move. Um, we we don't have any exciting things to talk about. I mean, that's why we're going to be. That's why this is the perfect episode to come back with. It. We can talk about the news instead of ourselves. Well, it, 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 I, I feel like we do have some. So I've been sick for the last week. So for the most part, work wise, I've been working from home and signing yeah. a bunch of stuff. Meanwhile, I've been like binging every series I can binge at mm-hmm. this point. And honestly, for the most part, they've been gay series that I want Zach to watch with me, but he's been like working on my Bloody Judy stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like at this point, I watched Uncoupled with Neil Patrick Harris. It was really good, and I think that you need to watch it. It's a little bit rich white gay, um, but I like it. And uh, I watched uh, what, uh, uh, Queer as Folk, um, the new one, which I liked. I tweeted about it. 
I really liked it. I really liked all the Buffy references in it. I think the oh yeah, everybody keeps saying there's Buffy references, but then there, a lot of people like attack it and say that it's not good. Okay, so there's a lot of criticism about that show. Well, I mean, I, I feel like anything gay, gays are going to criticize. I, I just show. opened your phone the other day. Which show was it that I opened your phone and I looked at his pictures? And he has like a, a, a picture of just two, two men and a bunch of dildos in front of them. Who was? What was that? Oh, I can look at it now. They, that was my Twitter. No, it's on your on your on this. What is it? It was my Twitter. What is that? Oh, that's queer. Which folk. show is that? That's the, queer folk. They're watching Buffy right there. Hmm. They're actually watching Buffy, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, Angels of Empire." And I was like, I th- that's when I ran into the room and I said, oh my gosh, they're watching Buffy. And it, it, it continues to, to like be like a whole thing, which I really love with it. But what else have we been watching? We, we saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That is freaking, that is a ride, That man. was really, that really was good. So, that was so good that we're going to see it again tonight. <laughs> it is, it, it is, it is. We haven't seen Bullet watch. Train. It's a we tight, like hour train. and a half movie. Um, it is so funny also. And it's got such great things to say about our, our culture these days. And, uh. I it's, felt both seen and attacked at every line that everybody said at all times. There's, I've not seen a movie in such a long time that I felt that I was like actually in the movie with them. Um, it, it's, it's very uh, younger millennial, older Gen Z. Yeah, but it's just so funny too. And like it, it's, 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 I mean, it's a, it's a, it's satire. It's a critique, you know, it's, it's, it's just really, really funny. I highly recommend that one. It's and, a kind of a whodunit. What, it is a whodunit. Well, I, that's what I would say. It's a, it's a murder mystery, like comedy. Rather than horror, with uh, like a lot of twists. Uh, what else did we see? We saw bodies, bodies, bodies. We saw prey. We saw prey. Prey's really which good. was like a. Did, I, I thought it was pleasantly surprising. Just like the princess, how we we said the princess felt like a a, a Slayer origin story. I think prey felt like a Slayer origin story. Also, did he see my tweet about it? No. How how are you not following me up on this? He doesn't like any of my You're stuff like, either. He didn't like any of my that tweets, is not true. any of my posts. He doesn't watch any of my stuff. Sometimes he asks me, "Are you going to cover it for my bloody Judy?" And I say, "I did two weeks ago, baby." <laughs> no, well, I tweeted. I said, "You can't tell me that these two don't belong in Tales of the Slayers." Ah, this is a good and one. I'm talking about the princess and prey. Now, who is she? Yeah, great final girl, great final girl. And I'm not even like I'm not super in the know about the Predator franchise either. You know, I have seen AVP one and two, and I've seen the most recent Predator movie that came out. Do you remember when we went to the theater to see that? Yeah. I think that's it. I've seen them all. And let me tell you, the first Alien vs. Predator, I know people don't like it, but I freaking love it. I love it. And I was so disappointed. What do people not like about it? I don't know. They're just haters. Hmm. Um, But like, uh, it it follows a woman who really becomes a badass and teams up with the Predator against all the aliens. And it's really cool. And I was so disappointed that Aliens vs. Predators 2 did not continue off of that. It was actually just it's not like the same a, characters, is it? It's no, like a it whole different story. It's yeah. a completely different mm-hmm. story. But when we come back, we're going to go through a couple of news stories. We're going to talk about Britney Spears and her whole little headline thing right now. Um, we're going to talk about Anne Heche and Olivia Newton-John. God, this is a little depressing on the A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We don't even have... It's not a good way to come back. We should have capped it with a game or something. I don't know. We will be back in a second. we're going to... Open that little small thing. Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. open we'll open one of those. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys in a second. Now it's time to tell y'all a little bit about our sponsor for today's episode, Helix Sleep. We have had our Helix mattresses for over two years now, and we absolutely love them. We have a king size Helix uh, midnight mattress right now. We, for some reason, our sheet like out of nowhere now keeps like slipping up though, and I don't understand what that it is. It is very 
out of nowhere. Yeah, but it keeps slipping up and showing the 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 white mattress underneath, and it's like making me paranoid that this white mattress is going to get dirty and stained. So we need to get a cover for it. We really need to get like an under under mattress protector for it. Helix is a premium mattress and a box company that makes beds to fit your unique sleep style. Helix knows that everybody is different and everybody has their own unique needs, and so they've made a sleep quiz that'll match you with your perfect mattress based on your needs. I am an all-over sleeper. Alistair is more of a side sleeper. He likes a firm mattress. I like, uh, you know, more medium. We took the quiz together and we got the midnight mattress. And one of the best parts about Helix is that they deliver the mattress right to your door for free. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up yourself. And if it makes you nervous to buy something online that you haven't tried, Helix has a 100-night sleep trial, so you get more than three months to make sure that you absolutely love it. And if you don't, They'll pick it up for you and you'll get a full refund. Now, if you're somebody you know is in the market for a new mattress, do you think that Helix sounds right for you? You can go to helixsleep.com slash tequila where you can get up to $200 off of your mattress and two free pillows. And we are back. I guess we'll, we can open one of these while we're doing it. Does that seem dark talking about all these dark topics while we're opening it? <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't know about Anne Hayes until we started filming. He hasn't. You don't really. You haven't really kept up with much of the news. I mean, fairly. No. But like I, I found out about Olivia John like at the end of the day. day. Yeah, yeah, a day late, and he came into the living room. We. All, I also feel like I haven't talked to you all that much. I was. Um, I, I was so sad. I listened to her songs on it. Yeah, I feel like I haven't even um, talked to you all that much lately. Which is weird. We're in the same house, but it feels like we've been a little bit disconnected. Well, I feel um, like when you have news, you don't like immediately tell me anymore. Like you, sometimes I just read it on my phone like, though, and I'll like bookmark it for like something like coffee tequila or, or and and I'll just I guess I forget to just talk to you about it. Does this mean we're we're on the on the outs? We're on the on the road out of our. You need to be telling me stuff. You need to be excited to tell me stuff. I don't know why you not. I. I, I, I'm literally watching a show that you don't want to watch, and when stuff happens in the show, I run out to tell you exactly what's you happening in the that. show. Uh, when, it's like, me. It's me probably. People in real life, are ha stuff in real life is happening, and you're not telling me. I'm just closed off, I guess. Um, yeah, but when Olivia Newton-John died this past week, you, you came in at the end of the day, and you said, hey, this is when we were sick, by the way, and he said, hey, did you know Olivia Newton-John died? And I was like, yeah. You, you just... Found out about that. It was so sad. I know. And he got sad and he like went back in there because we were sleeping separately at that time because I was not sick and I was worried about catching it. So I was sleeping in the living room and I could hear him listening to all the music and it sounded like you were crying and I went in there and I, I opened the door and I like looked into the darkness, tried to see face. I'm like, are you crying? Were you crying? I don't know. I, I, I watched he said Xanadu he on repeat like the entire night. I still don't know what that is. I got gold, gold. Well, we're gonna have here. to watch Xanadu then. Uh, uh, Xanadu, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like a skate disco. Mm. Okay. Well, and she, uh, the, she's had like a, a TikTok sound that, or a song that went like really viral on TikTok late. What's the grease one? Too. Yeah. 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 So, um, she picked definitely picked up in the news. I, I got a a stitch. A stitch. A little stitch. You got a stitch. No, uh, but she died. On August the 10th, um, she's been battling breast cancer for a while, um, and she passed away. And uh, well, it, 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 I was looking up more stuff about her. I, I, I think whenever people pass away, you know, like you always like want to see like 
how their life, you know, was. Yeah. I, I, I've been like a casual fan of Olivia Newton-John for a while. You know, she did her uh, Let's Get Physical. I think if you're gay, um, you know who Olivia Newton-John is, even if you're not like a diehard fan. Well, I, 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 I'd say she's one of those iconic people that people at least casually know about. You know, they know that she's in Greece. Uh, they know about Xanadu. They know about her Let's Get Physical um, stuff. And they they know about her icon status. And the fact that she's like, she's always just like looked great. Yeah. Um, and it was just sad um, to see that happen. But she's lived a, a long and full life. Yeah, it seems like she lived a full life. And she did yeah. a lot of stuff with cancer research. So that's a, a wonderful legacy to, to leave on, you know. Um, I, I I have... So I think I think I agree with you that I I've been doing more research on Olivia Newton-John as she after she passed, which is terrible, right? Like we should I feel like I should know about it. It's not terrible. Um, did you know she had a boyfriend who disappeared at sea? No. He he went on a fishing trip with like twenty two other people, and he went solo with them, um, and was lost at sea and wasn't reported on for like a month. It wasn't like back in two thousand five. Those stories about people being lost at sea always get to me. Yeah, and there's a bunch of conspiracy theories that he like escaped to Mexico. It's it's weird, man. But I, I really want to like look more into that. Um, but yeah, that was really sad that she died. And she was like 73 or something. So she was pretty. She, she was, was really young. 74, maybe. 73 or 74. Uh, no, 73. You're right. Yeah. What'd you get? I got a Princess Leia. I got uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, I like that. Oh, um, I don't like it. And then we have one more. Yeah, so that was that was really sad. Um, what else happened? Oh, <laughs> Do we go into Anne Heche if we're, if we're are we categorizing it this way? Um, I, I don't want to no. end with Anne Heche though. So um, let's, let's let's just go ahead and do let's it. Let's go ahead and talk about Anne Heche. Um, that was <clears throat> that that one is is wild to me. Uh, so Anne Heche uh, about a little over a week ago got into a car accident and she crashed her car into somebody's house and the car just blew up and it like she had like severe burns all over her body. They had to pull her out of the, a burning car. Um, there was video of her being like put into the ambulance and she was on the stretcher and she like raises up and it, it's just the eeriest freaking video that I have seen. And like it, it worse than any horror movie. Um, and it's not being taken from like a, a helicopter or, or a drone or something like that. And um, so there was uh, I think that day, she had been on a podcast or had done an interview or something like that and uh, was was talking about how they, you know, were each they each had a bottle of alcohol and they were, you know, drinking already and already a little little tipsy. Um, she was pictured that day with alcohol in her car. Um, in the toxicology reports, I believe they found cocaine. Uh, they found that she had, was on cocaine, and so and she was also. Re, media reports always make it sound weird, anyway. So they they say that she was being really erratic and really manic and having like a manic episode because she was out like buying a wig, like a red wig. Which I don't think that says that she was being manic. Um, I don't think buying a red wig means you're manic, but she was clearly like under the influence of a couple different things. It seems like, and she uh, she was driving her her car, and there's like security footage of like her you know driving down alleys and on the street and she like almost hits a pedestrian and i think she crashed into a garage um it was a hit and run she left the scene of the the accident and then sped down the scene the street like 90 miles per hour and crashed into the house right after um and and she was at first they said she was in critical condition but you know she was 
they think she she could be okay. And then she went into a coma, and I don't remember if it was a medically induced coma or not, or if she just went into a coma. I have to imagine it was probably medically induced, right? Because uh, I'm not I'm, I'm sure because sure she was on life support. Well, at I'm that sure. Point. Yeah, I'm sure the burns were like really excruciating. Um, and so she, you know, she was in the hospital, and then days ago, I think it was like Thursday or Friday, they said, yeah, she's she's brain dead. She's pretty much brain dead now. I think it was April 11th or um, um, August 11th that they said she was brain dead and uh, that she wasn't going to make it. And they were just keeping her heart going to to because she was an organ donor. And so they were trying to find matches for some of her organs to donate. Um, And I was just I could not believe it reading this stuff, you know, and she's 53 years old, I think. And so it's it's just a wild situation. I believe she has addiction issues. I think she had mental health issues. Uh, it, it's And so a lot of people are saying, there's a lot of conversation about it. And a lot of people are saying, well, that's, you know, the cause of, of all of this right here. And that she was, you know, kind of in a spiral. Um, and, you know, then some people are saying, well, she got what's coming to her because of, uh, because she, because there was a woman in the house that she hit um, when her car exploded that was injured um, pretty badly. And so they're like, she could have killed that person. She could have killed that pedestrian that she almost hit. And so, you know, um, this is, I don't feel bad for her. And I think you just, you have a lot of people that are like one or the othering. Um, what is this? Oh, baby Anna. Baby who? Anna? Oh, Anna, yeah. From Frozen. That's unhinged that we're even doing this while we're talking about this. Um, Um, but it's, 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 it's wild and the conversation seems to be going one or the other. And I just, uh, it's, I haven't even really wrapped my head around the whole situation yet. Like clearly if she has addiction issues, um, that's just so sad and that the addiction would have won out in this instance, right? Or the mental, the mental illness would have won out in this instance. And at the same time, yeah, both can be true that it's terrible that that happened because of, and that, that, that happened to her and that she died so young, but it's also terrible that, you know, she almost killed somebody and she could have, she could have killed many people, you know? I mean, it's a terrible situation and it could have been due to addiction issues. It could have been a really bad day. Yeah. Um, there, there's unfortunately a lot of things that can lead to badness yeah you know and uh at this point i think it's the um i'm I'm sad to see her pass i'm sad that she passed in such a horrible way and um i'm grateful that she was a donor um and people are gonna be able to live because of her yeah so good comes out of it um it's starting this whole conversation about this, like, I'm glad people are talking more, but it's, it's always good when people start talking more about addiction, um, and mental illness, uh, because I, I don't think those conversations can ever really, there can never be enough conversations about that. Um, it's just sad that she had to pass for people to start talking about this, you know, right, right. The second, um, she has two, two adult children who she's left behind now who are like probably devastated over this. And they're probably having to see all of this chatter about their, their mother, um, and they already know like what it was like living with her, right? So they know how she how she was if she had addiction issues, if she had mental health issues, and um, it's probably devastating for them. Uh, there's a, I think she has a movie coming out September seventeenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. Really? Yeah, on Lifetime that they're still going to be putting out, and so it's just it's just a sad situation all the way around. And it's always weird, not weird, but it's always um, I don't know what verbiage adjective to use for it. But when uh, an actor or an artist pass, passes away and then you see their art after the fact, you know? Yeah. You're like, oh, this is the last movie or last thing that they did before they passed away. And it's, 
-hmm. it's surreal to see that come out you know i was already an Anne Heche fan because of i know what you did last summer because she was in that and then she was also in a remake of psycho that was i think is terrible um to each their own but she was like fun in it you know and she had like the, the look for it and she looked like she was perfect for that role um but there's a movie that i used to be obsessed with when i was a kid and it was a lifetime movie element lifetime i don't know what the difference is there um but it was called gracie's choice and uh, I used to watch this movie all the time when it would come on. It was this. I would, I would watch this movie and then watch a movie about like a, a woman who murders her husband in the Hamptons. <laughs> like those are my two favorite Lifetime movies. Um, and this one was Anne Heche played an addict and a, a woman who had all these kids. And she was uh, in and out of like their lives. And like she she wasn't really raising the kids. She was she had like addiction issues and she had all these boyfriends and she, she would take off and like come back and take off and come back. And she was really good in it. She was like, that performance was fantastic. Um, and it had, uh, what's her, what's her name? Um, Kristen Bell was in it and she is one of her early, earlier roles and she played a teenager who has to, um, take custody of these kids and raise these kids and like she adopts them and it's just a really good movie. I highly suggest going and watching that one. Maybe give it a little bit of time. It's kind of like morbid right now because of, the, the subject matter, but, um, and Heche was fantastic in that role. And then in hung, did you watch hung with Thomas Jane? She was in that too. And she was oh, really good. Um, in that with also. the, the male gigolo. Yes. I watched it and I thought it was going to be gay. It wasn't. You see a little bit of the top of a bean. I think like uh, uh, they even had like, um, prosthetics. Well, yeah. Thomas Jane's like gorgeous. I think <clears throat> Thomas Jane is so hot. And so he was my draw, but then Anne Heche was like really good in it. You know, she played his, um, his ex-wife. So it is, it's just, it's a tragedy all the way around. It's a tragedy that, you know, whatever issues she had kind of won out in the end. And then it's, it's, it's a tragedy that there was people who were almost killed through this, you know, and there's somebody whose house was destroyed because of this and, you know. And, and that's also if she had issues. I don't want to like, you I, know, I think it's safe put to say something she, on anybody she when did. we don't know. I, I, she did. She did. Well, she did. I, she had a really, I am not. Have you ever looked into her home that. life, her, her childhood growing up? I have not. It's really really messed up her dad like uh abused her um sexually when she was younger um i think out of like four or five siblings i think four of them died including her um there's like one sibling left i think her mother disowned her when she started dating ellen and uh yeah and her dad was gay too and like ended up dying from aids i think so she had like a really turbulent upbringing anyway um and it seems like she's just had a, a really turbulent life. And it's always sad when, when that happens to somebody. But um, I forgot about her dating Ellen. I really just, I think Ellen even put out a statement about it saying, she, you know, offering her condolences. It's just really sad for her family right now and her kids. I feel terrible for her kids, you know. Um, but I don't know. I guess we'll move on from that one. Sorry. Got a little sad there. Um, into something. And, 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 and really, uh, whenever we talk about um, people passing, I, I want to treat it all with, with as much respect as we can. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Sorry, we're, we weren't like joking through it. Yeah, we're uh, we're very uh, sad that both Olivia Newton-John and Anne Heche passed this week. So. Um, and then Britney Spears. There was some drama. There's been some drama with Britney Spears. I'm not gonna have you kept. Have you looked up any of that? Uh, I have. Yes. We can do a brief rundown. I'm gonna be in, end up doing a, an episode with Troy, like a pretty long episode with Troy. Um, he's my Britney buddy. We just we do all our Britney stuff together. I know. Whenever anything happens with <laughs> with Britney, you're like, I gotta call Troy. Yeah. I, was like, I uh, well, I, I I had to call Troy that night because um, Kevin Federline started releasing. I guess um, Kevin Federline, like 
ended up doing these interviews for ITV for I for some British channel. He couldn't even get an interview that's a, in America. You know, that's a Love Island channel, right? I don't care. It's, it's, he couldn't even get an interview in America, and so Kevin Federline comes out of you know, we, nobody freaking was listening to Kevin Federline. Nobody was thinking about Kevin Federline. Nobody was talking about Kevin Federline, and he snakes his ass back out after twenty years. Well, you know um, why, after right? Fifteen years and. Do I know? I don't know. Do I? Well, just to let you know, because obviously you're not in the know. Fill me in, Bubby. Fill um, me in. He's doing this because soon he's going to be cut off from all of Britney's money it's, once the kids turn 18. Well, it's about, t- it's about two years, because I think Sean Preston is, I think her oldest, Sean Preston, is 16. So it should be about two years um, before the first one is. is not, and now he's making, down. what, 60K a month? No, it was like kids? 40. Was it 40? Yeah, it was like 20,000 per kid. Aroundabouts there, um, but like she paid for everything anyway. So she paid for the schooling. She paid for like anything they needed. Uh, all of their so really, he just had like an extra like forty thousand dollars a month to kind of like fuck around with. Um, and I think he got. Well, yeah, he, he, he has other kids too. He has six kids, and then he has, he has one. two with Shar Jackson, two with Brittany, and two with uh, his current wife Victoria. Um, and so, but like he's like been in the shadows. Like nobody's been asking about him. Nobody's been doing anything with him. And then he's decided to do this interview where he's gonna like. He brought an interviewer into the into his home, and they talk about how the boys don't want to see Britney anymore because she's they they you know she's for scandalous whatever on Instagram reasons she's posting nudes and and like yeah that's embarrassing to them of course I would be humiliated if my mom was doing that right you know what but it's not I would be supporting your mom I'd be like yes no but that's for Kevin to do Kevin needs to be telling the kids like hey yeah like that's just what she's doing right now but it's it's. It's not hurting anybody, right? It's not hurting anybody. I understand that it's it's really embarrassing. Maybe we need to talk to mom about this. Um, start talking. But but he's doing an interview now. They're they're pretty much throwing Brittany under the bus. So she she came out with a statement about it. Um, and then he released like three videos one night, just like randomly one night on his Instagram. His Instagram, by the way, had nothing on it, and, and he just put the only thing on it was like three videos back to back where she's like yelling at her kids and he's like we didn't want to do this but we decided as a family to release these videos and it's her saying it's her being a mother to to, to teenage boys yeah that's what it is it's all her being a mother he to thought teenage he boys did something there and and trying to discipline um uh boys that uh, unfortunately she doesn't have as much control over um and uh, they, for some reason, thought it was... It seemed... For me, it reads as super manipulative. And I think I told you this. Yes. Um, where it seems like, oh, yeah, look how terrible... He's like, oh, look how terrible it is. She wants to take uh, your phone away from you. Isn't she so horrible? Like, really, all that's in those videos are her yelling at the kids. And it's like... Uh, cut together. So, like, you can't even really hit, hear the kids back talking. But it's her yelling at them. And she, like, uses the F word a bunch. And... At first, I was like, oh, I grew up in a dysfunctional household. I don't, Elster, I want to need you to walk through these videos because I don't know if that was abusive or not. But I was like, I don't think that's abusive. It just sounds like her kids are being shitheads, which what, who out of us has not been? I was a terrible child. I was, I backtalked. I, I used to, I remember when I started cussing just to see if I could get away with it. And I started saying little things at a time. Shit was my first word. So I just would say shit and see. And then I, I never got in trouble over it. And then when I said fuck, I got like my ass beat. <laughs> well, uh, but. Yeah, what? I was just say my mom could artistically insert the F word. Yeah. In each part of a sentence. I just think that parents do that. You know, it's it's a... Ch- I, those videos looked exactly like a parent-child relationship. And a, I didn't but, see... But, but they are framed lot. as being abusive. So he's framing them as being abusive. Yeah. And also, uh, Sam Asghari... I'm sorry. So I've, I have I read Sam Asghari's statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew about the Kevin Federline posting the videos. Didn't Sam Asghari say like 
put that out, put his statement out, statement out first before Kevin Federline posted before he the released videos. the videos. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was definitely like retaliation thing, and he thought he really thought he did something. It's Brittany like parenting her kids and getting shitty with her kids because her kids are like talking back to her, and she's like, it's it's they're funny videos too. She's like, and you're being fucking weird because you're going through puberty, and <laughs> <laughs> it's there. There was nothing there. There was nothing there. Um, I can't wait to talk with, to, with Troy about all this though. Like we're gonna do a whole episode. We're waiting on Kevin's big ass interview to come out because we have to wait because it just seems when stuff starts happening with Brittany, it's like a snowball. She's about to have a song come out allegedly. Rumors with Elton John. Is called, it called Rumors? No, called Hold Me Closer. It's a it's a oh. cover of Tiny Dancer with Elton John. And um that's about to come out and so then he releases these videos and releases starts releasing these interviews and it's like why why can not people well, just not let her be happy? It hasn't even been a year that she's been out of this conservatorship. Why can people just not let her be happy for a little while. Jamie Lynn's got to release a book at the top of the year immediately after the conservatorship to bank off the end of the conservatorship. Um, Kevin's doing this. Everybody's got coming out with stories and trying to like pin her down and call her crazy. And it's just like this woman is not finding any damn happiness. Well, it, it's also like the the framing of the interview, right? Because yeah. He's, he's, he's talking very good about Jamie, at least in the clip. Oh, yeah. He's like from he's the like, interview, which is very interesting because months ago, that wasn't the case. Well, I mean, Jamie freaking abused his kids, like broke yeah. a door down and shook them, you know? They had to get a, rest- uh, 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 either no contact order, restraining order? A, restraining a, order, a, I believe, at, yes. At least a protective order. A protective order. There yeah. you go. And so, like, but now you're sucking Jamie, Jamie Spears' dick? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's weird. Allegedly. We'll get into all of the all the details when uh, I cover it with, with Troy. And, uh, and here soon, we're going to be covering something else that's a little scandalous. What are we covering? Oh, Jeanette McCurdy's book just came out. We're going yes, to we're gonna cover that. it today. Yeah, we're, we're covering that on Friday. I'm um, very excited about it. It's going to be... It's a very good book. It's very and well I, written. I would actually recommend... So we what tried, is that one? Well, we tried to get a physical copy of the book itself. Let me tell you, it sold out of everywhere, which here it is. It's, it's so important for you to pre-order books for authors because one, it lets the publishing houses know what's doing well. Yeah. And uh, two, it helps out authors in the first place. And the thing is, I don't think the publishing house understood how successful um, this book would be. This book is like sold out on Amazon. It's sold out of our Barnes and Noble. So I know it's selling out at other Barnes and Nobles because we're in Little El Paso, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and we just reserved. So I reserved because um, because they're getting copies and I reserved the copies and then we downloaded the Audible version of it. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, I haven't read the physical version, but I would say the Audible version is great. It's read by her. She's really good at that, too, yes. at narrating. I think so. But we'll, well talk I mean, about she, it. Don't... She's a trained yeah. a- actress. It, 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 it's very good. So if y'all are reading the book at the time, or if y'all don't want to read yeah. it. You have about a week. You have about a week, so you 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 know what's coming up on Friday on Friday's episode. So you have about a week to to read it and and and, uh, or listen to it. It's very short. Like talk about it. If you listen to it on Audible, it's about five hours. And if you listen to it, if you it's about almost six hours. If if you listen to it sped up, it 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 goes by super quick. So you read it what two days? So it's it's super quick. Um, you definitely have time, and then we can all talk about it on Friday. But we will. And if you don't want to read it, and you just want the highlights. That's fine. Just there show you go. Up anyway. There you just show up, and we will uh, we'll we'll have drinks and and talk about it and gossip and all that. Um, but I think I think we've come to the end here. So I know. We're gonna, Look at us coming back. A little speedy episode. We're going to the movies right after this, so we're trying to fade and finish before eight. Oh o'clock. my gosh, I forgot about that. 
<laughs> but um, thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you so much to Helix for sponsoring this episode again, and we will see you guys on Friday. Uh, Adios, gentle listeners. He's leaving me this week. So you won't even be here when that episode actually yeah, premieres. I'll be, I'll be gone for about 10 days. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, who knows what's going to happen after these next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's okay. Well, it, it, it's also interesting because like we're doing the... Yeah, these next couple episodes, I come back and we almost immediately start moving to the next house, which means that we're going to have to At tear down like, the street. But we have like a month, which is so good. It's so nice that we'll have like a month in this place um, between move, move when we get the keys for this the new place. This will be our vacation place. For like a month. Yeah, it'll feel like we'll have a vacation apartment. Um, yeah, well, we're moving the bed last. Yeah. Um, but that does mean that we're going to have to take down the studio. Nah. We're gonna strip it down, and we're gonna have to build it back up. I'm excited to do the new one though, because then we're gonna be in a master bedroom, which is a little bit bigger than this one. And I think we're gonna turn the master bedroom into the studio, yep. and we're just gonna take one of the spare bedrooms mm-hmm. as our because we have like three pieces of furniture in our main, main bedroom. It'll turn so. into our studio slash us displaying all our collectibles because we've turned into major collectibles. Oh people. my gosh, it's terrible! It's terrible. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs>